fabulous, honey. Fabulous, stunning. Ten out of ten. Stunning. And I had my coffee. I made sure I got myself a little cold brew, honey, because I was. Whew, these hours be having me tired, honey. I don't need the anxiety from the coffee right now. I just got my water. I had a milkshake right there. I might have to poop real bad. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, you want my... Mm -hmm. I'm there yes, with later. you. Exactly. I was going to say that. That's future Coco's problem. That's not next Coco's problem. That's future Coco's problem. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Well, he's just getting ready. Please. I know. No, I swear my phone. Mm -hmm. I put do Turn not disturb all off. the... Turn it off. Turn it off. No interruptions. No interruptions. What's my heart rate? Ooh, it's at 98. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh, I took... I took my damn Fitbit off. I can't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I worked out, like I said earlier, like literally an hour, two hours ago, so... Right. Oh lord. My self care for the day was getting my hair cut, my eyebrows done, I got my lashes done. Oh, period. Oh, I look so much more fresh. <laughs> fresh as a daisy. Now, do I still talk about my pussy in front of Dr. Carlton? I mean, I don't see why not. You're like, I don't know how to stop you, so sure. <laughs> just, just don't embarrass me. I can't promise that because I'm going to embarrass me first and then you're just <laughs> collateral damage. I'm just, I'm, I was going to say I'm just collateral damage, <laughs> you know, just fucking collateral damage. Love that. Love it. Let me hydrate real quick. Get some water. Thirst that quench, girl. You mean quench that thirst, girl? That too. I'm <laughs> tired. I've been up since 3.45 a.m. this morning. Oh, good God. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Oh, right. A paying job. Because, <laughs> right. <laughs> A paying job. In the commute, honey. Yeah. Right, right. Someone who actually has to go and has <laughs> some type of leadership role, honey. <laughs> I just got promoted to manager, actually. <laughs> Oh, yes. Okay, so don't do not do that. <laughs> well, that's new. You didn't tell me. Oh, well, it's because it just happened. Wednesday's my first day as manager. <laughs> oh, that's good, bitch. I'm proud of you. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm proud of me, too. Because, honey, I know you work hard. You be slaving. Uh, all the doubles. Several doubles. Mm, Who's mm, mm, a mm. full night's sleep? Who's she? Who is she? Right. And hospitality, who is she? I have iced coffee and skincare, so it makes up for it, right? <laughs> That's fair. Hello, hello, everybody. I am Miss Coco. And I'm Jules. Welcome, yeah. welcome. Mr. Jules Williams. And we are joined today by a very special guest. The one, the only, the G.I doctor the gay gi doctor from instagram the tiktoks we are here with dr carlton ladies gentlemen and very yes honey hello hello so nice to be here thank you for having me thank you so much for joining our humble little podcast oh 
This is phenom.com. Yes. It's, so it's, it's literally, I've been looking forward to this, like, all week. It's been such a secret. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Uh, just keeping a little surprise. Absolutely. Well, well, I'm ready to you kiki, know? so let's let's get it going. Period. Let's get into it. Get into it. Do you want to cue the music, Coco? Hey, cue the music. Cue, cue the music. You're the one who crawled into Dr. Carlton's lovely little DMs. You've got some questions. I sure did. Let's get us kicked off. I sure do. Absolutely. Let's go for it. So, Dr. Carlton, how did you like start your platform, like through like social media? Like, what made you start this whole thing? Well, I have two kids that are uh, seniors in high school this year, and back in the pandemic, I was kind of freaking out uh, with a lot of time on my hands and also kind of the fear of, actually the mortifying fear of going to work because I'd never faced the fear of, well, if I go to work today and catch an infection, I could die. So uh, working through that right. fear of Wouldn't COVID early on, you know, it was, it was really terrifying. Uh, I tried to find whatever method I could to try to calm myself down. And my kids were big TikTok uh, lurkers. And I said, well, let me look and see what this TikTok thing is all about. Um, and I instantly got hooked. Honey, she figured out that I was gay in about 10 seconds. And that I like, okay. and that I like Harry, <laughs> and that I like Harry Brown guys in about 14 more seconds. So, oh. Oh, okay. uh, okay. so yes. I love the algorithm. I know she did the work. She I was going to say, love, we love that. Girl knows. So anyway, so I, um, I was uh, a lurker for a little while, and then I was like, well, what can I add to the conversation? You know, number one, I'm a butt doctor, and number two, I'm a gay guy, and I've known my way right. around a butt both professionally and personally. So why don't, I talk, why don't I talk about anal? I mean, I know it's TikTok, but, you know, let's code it a little bit and try to get, yeah. get away with it and see what we can do. And I made a video and use the zeros about, instead of the O's, and we're good. Absolutely, that things like that. <laughs> I think I think I called it the event. You know, when you're ready for the event, yes. you know, make sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Make sure, make, sure you use, make sure you use lots of good lubrication. Make sure that you're cleaned out. You know, make sure that you use this technique to open your hole. And um, you know, immediately as soon as I posted this video, uh, a little housewife in Iowa went nuts. And she was like, how dare you post a video about anal sex on TikTok? You know, and I was like, oh, shit, maybe mm. I should maybe I should take this down and just delete my account because I'm you know, this is this is bad. And I said, you know what? Maybe right. I should just block her and see what happens. And that's what I did. And I turned my phone off and I woke up the next day and had 50,000 new followers. And I was like, holy shit, I, I hit something here. Wow. So, you know, people want to know about anal. So. I, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and I looked at the, the analytics of it, the, the analytics of it, and I, <laughs> I, I found that over 75% of the people that were new followers were women. So I was like, whoa, you know, I guess. Whoa, I, that's different. I thought it would be just the gay dudes Good that I would them. capture. But I was like, you know what? Everybody's got a butt. You know, people want to know about anal. And so I really focused on things like. GI health and you know douching and fiber and things like that and then uh, my platform just really exploded over time and then I figured out that I was walking and treading a fine line because TikTok is one of those things where you can get taken down for almost anything 
and right. I was I was afraid I was going to get taken down. So I kind of started an Instagram in October about two years ago, and said, "Hey, you know, let's let's try to let's try to have two platforms in case one of them gets shut down." And on the Instagram side of things, I found it a lot. Assets, if you will. Absolutely, yes, for sure. Uh, I mean, asset, mm-hmm. but um, uh-huh. yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so basically, uh, I found that Instagram was a, a lot more interactive. I could talk to my followers and answer personal questions, and I made myself available because a lot of people have questions about their sexual health that they're not comfortable talking to a doctor about. So. I started talking th- about things like uh, proper STI testing, what uh, LGBTQ people need to know about their doctor visits and the vaccines we need, mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. And then it really kind of hit home to me one day when someone from Saudi Arabia said, hey, I've got this lesion on my butthole, and if it's syphilis or gonorrhea or something, then, and I'm in a country where you can be executed for having gay sex, I'm in trouble and I need wow. to know what you think. And he sent me a picture of his, of his hole. I, my, no. my, you, you wouldn't believe my DMs, by the way. But my. I can only imagine, Dr. Carlos. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. So we've all so, downloaded Grinder. I think we've got yeah, a yeah, yeah, picture. Yeah, exactly. So, so he sends me a picture of his hole and it's just a hemorrhoid. And I'm like, oh, that's just a hemorrhoid. You don't have any STI mm-hmm. there. That's just a hemorrhoid. And just to take the weight of somebody's um, burden off of their shoulders just by letting them know mm-hmm. that, hey, that's just a hemorrhoid and it's not something you can get executed for. It made me realize how important this thing is, not only to uh, the LGBTQ pop. Oh, I think we lost you. Oh, did oh, we lose them? Uh-oh. We lost Oh no! Oh no! He was on a roll! Oh dear. Oh dear! We're having some technical difficulties, everybody. We will be right back. Hey, sorry about I got you now. Sorry about that. I don't know, we just disappeared there. Yeah, Yeah. okay. Okay, so um, I was just talking about how I think that recognizing that this platform was not only you know important for LGBTQ people here, but also around the world, um, it really hit home that need to really uh, enforce the uh, LGBTQ sex education and health education. Because, honey, I didn't get any, I barely got sex education in South Carolina. I sure, did, sure as hell didn't get gay sex education. Oh, I know, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, yeah. And I, I mean, I had people, people that were in monogamous relationships who had never had sex with anyone else before asked me if they should go on prep before to prevent HIV. And I'm like, well, why would you do that? You know, you're monogamous. You, right. you're whatever you have had sex with anyone else, you're virgins and, and, you know, until you meet. And they thought that gay sex created HIV. And I'm like, boy, that I, was have like a whole no. <laughs> I have a lot of work to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> For sure. So yeah, so so I, I really spent a lot of time uh, teaching about sex education and about STI testing, and and I did it in a non-conventional way, an unconventional way. A lot of people see doctors and think, oh, they're stuffy, they're um, they're uptight. Um, you know, who's going to listen to that? And I I kind of came down and said, hey, listen, I'm one of you. I fuck too. I'm on prep too. Yeah. I do I do the same shit you do. I go to parties in a jock strap and a harness just like you do right um and so you know i realized that me telling you to use a condom like all the time 
is not going to happen. You know, people aren't going to... You better tell them. Mm-hmm. Well, p- people aren't using condoms all the time. So I, I'm like, well, what can I do to help reduce harm? So I tell people, okay, if you're not going to use a condom, make sure you're on PrEP. Make sure that if you're HIV positive that you get to undetectable. Make sure that you get the vaccines that you need. Make sure you get your STI text, uh, your STI checks where you play. So those sorts of things, I think, kind of brought a sense of, hey, this guy is someone we can go to and be real with. And it kind of uh, lent a level of trust to my platform in the, in the queer community that a lot of other people have found hard to achieve. And that's been incredibly important lately with everything that's going on with monkeypox. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Now let's talk a little bit more good. about that monkeypox. Um, so obviously, y'all, if you haven't known, if you live under a rock, there's obviously this terrible disease, monkeypox, out there. If you're vaccinated, please do so. Get vaccinated. Or get on the damn wait list, because in North Carolina, I've been on the wait list for about a month now, and I still have yet to get a damn appointment to get the vaccine. I'm like, well, how, didn't Charlotte Pride have something? Did they? Did you go to that? They did, but I was working doubles both days of Charlotte Pride. Oh, yeah. sure, that's that's your yeah. that's your that's your money maker. Yeah, I get yeah. that. I totally yeah. understand that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So back in May, early May, there were some uh, cases of uh, of a weird virus that popped up in uh, Europe, and it basically started in a bathhouse in. Grand Canaria uh, during their pride, which is really early. And then it kind of spread over towards places like Portugal and Berlin and London. And so it, what was happening was gay men were having sex with each other in bathhouses like you do. Right. And, uh, and this new infection started where people started developing flu-like symptoms and then this weird rash that almost looks like chicken pox. <laughs> but this time, instead of it just being on your skin, it was also in people's throats on people's genitals, in their ass. People who had it in their ass were crying and screaming in pain. Um, And so this virus was reported at Darklands in Belgium, which is a leather and fetish festival Mm -hmm. that happens about two weeks before International Mr. Leather in Chicago. So as soon as I got that report on May 20th, I posted a video on my Instagram saying, hey, you know, we better be aware of this thing. You know, there's, there's something out on the horizon Keep your eyes peeled. And lo and behold, uh, cases started happening in Chicago. I think that same weekend, Memorial Day weekend, was uh, Puerto Vallarta Pride, and there were a bunch of cases there. And then with the way our community is with all the prides, everybody's all over the place, like San Francisco, New York, L.A., San Diego, um, Dallas, you know, all over the place. So All over. Mm -hmm. The big road trips. So we we were spreading it to each other. Uh, through all these big events that we normally have. It was the worst timing possible uh, for this infection. So what, what happens with monkeypox is you start with flu-like symptoms, you develop this rash, and then once you develop this rash and you confirm the diagnosis, you have to be in isolation uh, until the lesions crust up and fall off. And that can be three or four weeks, sometimes five or six weeks. So people don't realize, number one, the pain of it, number two, the emotional toll of being in isolation for that long, and number three, sure. the, fi- the financial aspect. I mean, being a drag queen and, and not being able to perform for six weeks, <laughs> good luck. That, that part, yep. <laughs> you know, Because the um, rents always do, honey. Yeah, the bills are still coming and you're <laughs> mm-hmm. not getting paid. So those sorts of things are, are 
are really important to look at. Um, so the CDC early on kept saying, oh, it's skin-to-skin -skin contact during sex. It's, you know, if, if you go to a circuit party, you could rub up against somebody and get it that way. Um, or, you know, th this is happening during, during sex, skin-to-skin. -skin. And about three or four weeks ago, I kind of figured out that, hey, this isn't happening skin-to-skin -skin as much as it's happening from sex and, like, yeah. the fluids of sex. And it makes sense because, I mean, with the, with the description of pain that a lot of these guys are having, who's going to want to fuck if they've got 10 out of 10 rectal pain? Or if they've, if they've got lesions all over their penis or all over their face? So I think there's a lot of asymptomatic transmission that's happening with people who don't realize they're infected. They, they go off and play, and then by the time they, they get symptoms, other people. they've already infected other people. Yeah, there, was actually yeah. a study, there was actually a study this past week that said, 50% of new infections occur from one-time random hookups. Damn. So, oh, child. <laughs> so just by cutting that a little bit um, can really decrease our numbers of new infections. So, so when, I, when, I made the, when I made the statement, hey, okay, everybody, this is probably sexually spread, we need to take a little bit of a pause, get vaccinated, and as soon yes. as you're vaccinated and immunized, hey, we can get back to life. Um, that went over like cat shit lip gloss. People did yep. not want to hear that. <laughs> I was gonna say people didn't listen. Clearly. <laughs> well, I mean, pe people, people, gay people in particular do not want to be told they should not be having sex, honey. That part. Mm -hmm. And I like, got honey, it like, for yep. Like, honey, no, I was in, I was in Austin. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was in Austin last weekend, and all of a sudden it was gay pride there. I didn't know, and that sensation uh -huh. was real. Yep. But I was like, mm, no, Coco, shut up. Yep. Well. I <laughs> I mean, you have to realize, you know, that, that what's at stake here with a, you know, four to five week isolation, yeah. um, you know, not being able to not work, getting paid, not getting, not getting yeah. paid. Yeah, it's it's real and um, and painful, too. Uh, I had people who were telling me early on when the pain control was really, really bad that they would go to have a bowel movement and their neighbors would call 911 thinking somebody was getting murdered. Oh my um, word! That's how no. that's how, that's how that's how bad this thing could be when it's in your ass. So, I um, you know I worked really hard to try to help people get pain control. And one of my followers was a nurse anesthetist who happened to have monkeypox, and he took a pill of gabapentin, which is a nerve pain medication. And he said, mm -hmm. "Oh my God, I took this medication, and 24 hours later, my pain was down 75 percent." Oh, wow. So uh, he said, tell all your followers. So I went and told all my followers, and my inbox was full of hundreds of men who had monkeypox, who had no, mm -hmm. no help or no control. And so I told all these men to go on, on gabapentin. They reported back to me the next day, oh, shit, I'm feeling so much better. Thank you. Wow, wow. I, for I formulated all that into an email and sent it to the CDC, and the CDC made it uh, part of their clinical care protocol. So it just shows you the power of social media when, when it's used in the right way. You know, Here we are as queer people. Nobody else is looking out for us, so we have to look out for each other. Yes, so absolutely. It's community. Yeah, so it's so it's one hundred percent community. It's been well. I mean, it's been amazing how people have come together. So I started announcing vaccine clinics, and I have people on you know who, who feed me vaccine clinics all day long. They're like, hey, there's one in Milwaukee. Hey, there's one in Charlotte. There's one in Atlanta. Oh, uh, you know, San Diego just had a thing pop up, or Los Angeles. So mm -hmm. all day long, people send them to me. I put them in my stories, and then and then catalog them in, in my highlights so that people have access to it. 
And a lot of other things have come along the way, like support groups. There's a great monkeypox support group that I have access to. If anybody out there has monkeypox and needs help, I can get you connected with that. Um, there's a lot more information about treatment. There's a lot more vaccines available these days compared to early on. So even though some people are still struggling for their first dose, even here in San Diego, we've only given out about 5,000 vaccines and we have uh, like 3.3 million people in this county. And Damn. you know, that, that's oh, a lot of gay know. people, you know, that so is uh, a lot, yeah. we had, we had a, appointments become available today at uh, 10, 15, and at 10.40, they were all gone. It was 1,050 um, appointments, all gone in Jesus. like, you know, 25 Wow, minutes. that's insane. So that's, well, that's, that's, how, mm -hmm. that's how hungry everybody is for this vaccine, which makes me happy because people are actually listening. They want to get vaccinated. They want to do their part. They're trying to take care of themselves and each other. And yes. actually, the, the CDC even recently had a report saying, hey, 50% of gay men have cut their number of sexual partners in the last six weeks. So, you know, that makes me proud that that people are listening. Um, the numbers are starting to go down mm -hmm. uh, because, because we are, you know, keeping the reins a little tighter and also getting vaccinated. Not everybody, but, you know, for the most part, uh, we're having a pretty good response. And because of that, those numbers are going down. And um, it's funny when I don't know. I you adhere to the advice of medical professionals. <laughs> well, I mean, and I think a lot of people, you know, I've been interviewed by people all over the world about why people are listening to me. And I think it's because, like I said earlier, I'm one of you. You know, I, yeah. I posted myself a picture of myself in a, in a little circuit outfit at World Pride. Saying, Cody, hey, you hey. rocked that shit too. I was like, yes, oh, Dr. Yeah, no, we, we clocked that. I'm like, hey, I, I'm not some stuffy, cis, heterosexual white guy in a suit telling you not to have sex. I'm one of you saying, hey, everybody, we should look at this and maybe take a pause. And so I think that's why people have kind of have started listening to me. Um, not everybody, and I and I got a lot of flack for for saying that people should cut back on sex. But hey, mm -hmm. somebody's got to be daddy, and I have two kids. I'm used to I'm used to telling people what they don't want to hear, um, true, and true. and accepting the well, responsibility you, for it. Right. But, so mm -hmm. yeah. So so anyway. So all this is really, um, you know, I hope I hope we're heading in the right direction. I hope everybody gets vaccinated. Uh, you know, take that pause until you can get vaccinated and we can get, we can nip this thing in the bud so we can kind of move away from that, um, that sexy summer that we lost into an anal autumn. Oh, I would love, tis the, tis the season. Tis the season, honey. <laughs> I want to try out this butt clock method, honey. Oh, Y'all need honey, to get shit together. <laughs> yes, that Absolutely. butt clock method though is life. Let me tell you. Yeah, that I, I've gotten a lot of great feedback on that. People around the around the world, men and women, have both said, "Hey, oh my God, uh, my sex life is so much better since that. I feel like my hole can relax. I feel like I can mm -hmm. can can take a dick now." You know, so that's yeah. that's been really awesome. I have, uh, you know, so I I basically put together my technique for examining patients with realizing, hey, when I go into a, do a prostate exam and I stick my finger in and I press over laterally, it opens up a little bit so I can go in a little deeper. Mm -hmm. And maybe I, ought to, maybe I ought to use that for sex too. And I did, and I was like, whoa, okay, this is working. And uh, I used, I, you know, you could call it whatever you want to, a butt clock or a butt compass. You could go east, north, you know, west and south, or you could just use right. the positions on the clock. 
But, you know, holding that lateral pressure at those points for about 15 to 30 seconds really is like a key opening the door for pe- the back door um, yes. for people. <laughs> but it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, any, yeah, so so that's, that's one thing that's really helped a lot of people. Learning about uh, fiber and how, you know, staying on a good fiber supplement daily can reduce your need to clean out. Yeah, absolutely. Psyllium husk, uh, you know, ranging on up to Metamucil, on up to something as expensive as Pure for Men. All that stuff works really great to kind of keep you regular and clean out uh, any residue so that you don't have to spend so much time in the bathroom until the water's clear. I found that um, the natural fiber in um, chia seeds has been... That's so what I used I just, to. Yeah, you know, I just that, throw that's, that in my morning smoothies. That's, yep, smoothies. You know, mm-hmm. That's that's part of what is impure for men is that chia stuff. So I think right. I think you're onto something there. And a lot of people have said to me, "Yeah, chia is the way to go." So oh, you're doing something right. I can't have pure for men. Oh, period. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Period. I know they sent me some samples, and I'm like, man, this shit works so great, but um, it's expensive. That that, that price ain't cute, though. That price uh-huh. ain't cute. Let me let me up my salary, then we'll talk. <laughs> that part. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah. So all in all, things things have been really weird for me as a you know a typically quiet gay guy who people don't usually notice that much in a bar. To like now, I go into a bar and people are like. Initially, like, it oh, was shit. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> was, yeah. I'm like me. <laughs> you know, you want to take a picture with me? Okay, all right, sure, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's it's been weird. Like I went yesterday to a bar, and this guy kind of just walked by me, and he was like so nervous to even say a word to me. And he was like, Aww. he started he started doing the thing where he's like worshiping me, like with his you know with his hands, you know, doing the bow and everything. And I'm um, like, wow, uh, uh, <laughs> wow, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I I'm just you know I'm I'm here because I love everybody and I want to help everybody and this. All this notoriety stuff has been kind of a weird side effect. I've had um, I've had some weird things happen to me. I had this one guy who um, actually got a tattoo of me. Oh shit! Oh my! I know. And that's when I was like, okay, um, that's this a little is extreme. Some, this, is some, <laughs> this, this is some next level shit. I'm not sure if I should be terrified or or, or thrilled. You know. <laughs> um, Let's add him to a list. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so so like, um, and I appreciate and it, it, but also, but also, yeah, talk don't to let a professional, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, so you know, the community has made me really happy lately. We've come together. We're we're fighting this thing. Um, it's been a lot of fun uh, to get to know a lot of people. Um, at the same time, it's been incredibly draining emotionally um, because I, I literally spend from the moment I wake up in the morning to the moment I go to bed at night. If I'm not working at work, I'm working to help people um, to get through uh, monkeypox or to get through whatever they're going through in their their personal lives uh, with with this whole situation. So it's it's mentally draining. Um, I believe it. Um, so what then, do you do? Let me ask you this. So what do you do to like kind of like make time for yourself? Like to take a step back. What is your self care routine? Like what is your yeah? What is your self care like? Uh, you know what? A lot of Golden Girls. You know, oh. I just shut the world off and watch the Golden okay. Girls for a little bit. Who's or, your I, well, you know, that's like asking if you have a favorite child. I love okay, them well, all. <laughs> um, um, 
I, this is the pay I, podcast. You can pick a favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like uh, I resonate with Blanche a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Blanche, I think we all have a little bit of each of them in us, you know. Um, but uh, Blanche, Dorothy, yeah, I, I, they're all they're all great. I, you know, I can't pick I can't pick one, but Fair. but uh, I'll allow it. I'll allow yeah, it. yeah. So so I'll do things like that, or I'll I don't know, get in a bathtub or do something to just try to uh, black everything out for a minute, so they don't have to think right. about it. Um, because trust me, the butthole picks and the penis picks that I have mm. seen in the last oh, yeah. eight weeks. Have been, um, I, I, I traumatizing. I, I mean, I don't. I never got monkeypox, but I'm still very traumatized because I I've had, it. I've Just had to deal with pictures, that with the stories and the pain and the emotional suffering, and it's it's been a lot. It's been a mm-hmm. lot to go through. But the therapist um, has some work cut out for them. I know, right? I my therapist is going to have a good a, a good uh, a good paycheck coming. I think. Right. <laughs> right. That part. She said, <laughs> she said, "Let's crack these knuckles. Let's get to work." Definitely, for sure. So, um, yeah. So, moving forward, I'm just trying to uh, continue to fight this fight and kind of see what happens from here. I've been in talks with different people about podcasts about mm-hmm. uh you know potential television shows um but nothing you know i've, I've learned in this business so that good. nothing is in stone until you sign a contract mm. right. right i get right. I, I get all kinds of companies courting me all the time to to do the, you know oh will you be our national spokesperson for this product and and i'll express interest and they'll make it sound great and like it's mine and then at the last minute they're like oh we went another way um, so, mm. like, cool, so, cool. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Coco, <Coconut>. not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so it's it, it's a it's carrot been, on the stick. It it really is. It really is. So I, I think it's almost like they they want to see as many people get excited about their project as they can, and then they pick from from that group, and then they make everybody think they're getting it. But that's probably. Right. A, a ubiquitous, a ubiquitous thing in social media. Um, yeah, but all in all, things are great. I, I'm happy. Uh, I, you know, I have even been practicing what I preach. I went to Mykonos for my 50th birthday, and nice. um, uh, I had planned to go way, way, way before uh, this whole monkeypox thing hit. And so I'd already spent the money, and I was like, well, I guess we're still going, but we're just going to have to make some adjustments on what we had planned to do. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we went to the gay nude can't beach. Fuck everybody over there. Right, well, I was gonna yeah. say, can't fuck everybody. Well, yeah. So we went to this gorgeous gay nude beach in Mykonos called Elia Beach. Nice. And there, I mean, there was like ten inch uncut meat in my face. Oh, child. And I couldn't touch it with a ten foot. Well, I guess I probably could have touched it with a ten foot. Makes pole, me want a hot dog real bad. That's what I was saying. Real bad. <laughs> But you know, I'm telling you, and and it made me want it real bad. But I I, 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 I thought about it and said, if I come home with monkeypox from Mykonos, I'm gonna look like a real big asshole for telling everybody not to to take like, a right pause. for not to take a pause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do as I say and not as I do. Uh, but yeah, so I I was good, and as much as it hurt, 
my husband and I looked at each other and said, okay, we're going back next year. <laughs> oh, no, that's right. Shit. We're going to make up for some lost time next year. Yes. I love that. I love that. You don't need an excuse to go treat yourself anyway, but... Right. We'll take it. We'll take it. Coco, didn't you have a question about your... Yes. Oh, yes. So mm-hmm. this is a really interesting time for me because I... Uh, just started transitioning back in January and when I first got on um, hormone replacement my libido changed drastically Uh and now it's finally starting to come back and of course now I'm (laughs) having the struggle of dealing with the monkeypox outbreak and I of course don't want to get monkeypox but I'm trying to figure out the best path for me to kind of uh, participate in safe sex and a like as a transgender woman. Sure. Uh, while trying to avoid monkeypox, I'm also trying to kind of uh, avoid chasers, which is a <laughs> that's uh-huh. a whole other struggle. That is a struggle. Yeah, I was wondering if there's because I know that you uh, talk a lot about on your pages. Uh, you talk a lot about safe queer sex uh is there anything that i can do as a trans woman specifically or is it kind of a lot of the same information well you know i I think one of the things that is important with this particular epidemic is that i'm telling people to take a pause or at least make some changes it doesn't mean stop having sex necessarily Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there are things that you can do to make it your life safer in the sexual world. Number one, maybe form a sex pod of, of people that you trust that that's a, that people aren't going to break out of that small little group of people, say five or six people, mm-hmm. so that you can have a lot of sex with a small amount of people, you know? Right. Um, so, and then if someone within the pod somehow ends up with monkeypox, then at least it's just limited to that small little group rather than a big part of the population. Now, mm-hmm. theoretically, if everybody plays their part, it shouldn't happen. You know, maybe definitely start with getting vaccinated. I think that's one of the biggest things that you can do. Um, definitely, so, yeah. You know, vaccination, uh, a sex pod, masturbation, explore, exploration. Oh, I know her real well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, <absolutely>. same. <laughs> and honey, with that gun oil, which I've been using, by the way. Mm. Yeah. Game, Boy- game changer. Yeah, voyeurism, you know, uh, there's all kinds of great things that you can do uh, without going to a bathhouse or an orgy right now. So I think it's important to still maintain your sexuality, but, you know, cutting your partners from tons and tons of partners to just a few partners or trusted Mm -hmm. partners would be a great way to proceed until people are, are fully vaccinated. Just for, just for a minute, just for a minute. Just yeah, minute. yeah, so, absolutely. I, and well, it's kind of well, a good way to work your way in, too. You know, you don't want to start off, like... Straight hoeing. Yeah, exactly. You want to be able to experience this whole process and kind of learn what works That's, for you and what yeah. doesn't. Yeah. Well, y'all, hear, y'all heard it here first. Uh, Coco is now going to be accepting applications for her harem. Uh, you can apply through <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> My my is please call Slide me. Slide into the DMs, honey. Please and thank you. Please and thank you. Uh, 
ten inches. And y'all don't be nasty. However, I will. I will make exceptions. It's okay. It's okay. Everybody come <laughs> forward. You can play your part. It's okay. <laughs> so funny. Well, thank so, you. the um, so speaking of, I think we had kind of chatted a little bit earlier on about you know what we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. So, t- tell me some tell me some good hookup stories. Some bad Ooh. hookup stories and some good oh, hookup stories. Child. Coco, oh, Coco, where do we even start? Where, like, where do we start? Uh, I'll let you go first because I've got to narrow it down here a little bit. <laughs> I have to okay. think about this one real quick. Okay, give me okay. a good one and give me a bad one. Okay. Okay. A good one, I'd have to say, was this dude in Charlotte when I was at school because Coco and I were roommates and I'd gone to this dude's house or whatever. Came back like midnight, one o'clock, Coco and my other roommate were up. They're like, oh, so this house is strutting on in. I'm like, I sure am. Honey, that dick was nice and big and he knew what he was doing. Oh, that's always better. Yeah. Always mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. So experience. Like, spe- oh, hun- we was going at it, like, nonstop. That's, that's awesome. I okay. love that. Well. What about, okay. what about, what about a bad one? A bad experience, I'd have to say, I literally had to kick somebody out of my house, because, no. Like, they showed up to my doorstep, like, I could eat, I could smell, like, they didn't take a shower, they're wearing, oh, yeah. like, dingy clothes. I'm like, um... I'm like, I have to go to work early in the morning. You have to go. I'm sorry. <laughs> I literally said that. <laughs> oh, I hate it. Hygiene is very important. <laughs> very important, honey. Like, how are you gonna get off work all nasty, not gonna shower? Yeah. How are you gonna just get off and then try to get off with me? <laughs> no. no. That, no. that part. That part. That. <laughs> that part. Long, long ago, I had some, you know, right in the beginning of the whole uh, online hookup thing, I had somebody pretend they were my age. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm your age. And they sent me fake, fake pictures. And they said, now, when I get to the door, you got to promise me you, can't, you won't kick me out. And I'm like, oh, shit, red flag. Oh, right away. shit, right. Mm-mm. But I was horny and I was like, okay, you know, if this guy's who he says he is, it's going to be fine. And I, of course, I would never kick him out. So I see, you know, I'm in my early 30s at the time, and I go to the mm-hmm. door, and I'm waiting for this guy who's my age, and I see this old man riding a bicycle uh, oh. take, the, take the corner, and he has a cat around his neck. Oh. What? <laughs> this 75-year-old this man shows up oh, with a Lord. cat. Around his door and knocks on my door and says, "Hey, I'm the guy that I was that you were talking to online." I'm like, "I'm sorry, but I'm sorry, I'm the wrong house." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not being ageist, but there's a 40 year difference in what you told me. <laughs> right. This is just false advertising. That's yes, still yeah. the deal breaker. It's like what? Yeah. What also? Else, yeah, what else are you like? I didn't about? agree to pet sitting. On <laughs> That's top right. I'm, of- <laughs> Yeah, I'm allergic. I'm sorry. I'm I'm allergic to cats. Sorry. Um, Sorry. Yes. No pussy in this house. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah. Thank you. I. Yeah, um, and then another one I had was long, 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 long ago. I remember talking ages ago before I got married. I had a guy say on one of those 
old school things like Adam for Adam or something like that. Say, hey, uh-huh. I want you to I want you to come over and pretend that you're my straight roommate and you're gonna walk in on me and this other guy while we're doing it and you're gonna you're gonna like yell at us and tell us how dirty we are and how pathetic we are and and I was like, well, I don't know if I can do that. I'm not really that guy. And he's like, right. just do it. Just do it. Just do it. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. You know, we're both in on the game. Everything's good. This is his fantasy. You'll be helping me like fulfill his fantasy. And I'm like, well, you know, I got. If you put it that way, so I, 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 I've taken a drama class, but we'll try. We'll try. We'll try. We'll try it out. So I bust through the door, and they're going at it, and I start like you know, um, doing what they asked me to do. And then, like this, this younger, this, this this guy who was not the guy who co- told me to come over, but the other guy who happened to be like, you know, quote straight, I guess. Mm-hmm. He got so turned on by it that, and then I was really into him that the two of us started like really getting hot and heavy with each other. <laughs> okay, now. And oh. um, and the other guy got really, really jealous and really, really mad and threw us both out of the house. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Here, oh, no way! No fucking like, way! <laughs> I love it. I love I'm like, it. wait a minute, wait a minute. You wanted me it's to fulfill this fantasy, so I did. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, there's been some crazy ones. Be careful what you wish for. I know. <laughs> oh, that's great, though. I love that. Oh, okay. Um, All right, Coco. What's I'll your start... good one and what's your worst one? Okay. Um, I'll start with my good one, which is going to start sounding as a bad one. Um, I, and Jules, you already know this story, so shut I was going to say, I probably know. <laughs> we, so this one gentleman and I were chatting on a dating app, uh, Grinder, and um, we were chatting for a while, and I could tell he was a little older. I was like, okay, he's probably like like older than me at the time I was like he was probably like 35 36 um I'm like on my way to his house I'm like I I just I need a buck I need a buck and he texts me hey um I know you're on your way real excited to meet you Uh, I just want you to know my 21 year old son is actually going to be here and he's going to have dinner with us before we get going and I was like "Um, oh <laughs> Not dinner. Oh God. I was like, oh, um, God. your 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 son's how your your son and um, he just twenty one. Tw- okay, um, so like, so he's like maybe, uh, three years younger than you. <laughs> at the time, he was like two years younger than me. <laughs> at the time, he was two years younger than me. Um, we sit down. I'm having dinner with this man and his son. <laughs> And we're having pizza together. His son's looking at me and looking at his dad and over to me and over to his dad. And I'm sitting here over dinner contemplating, (laughs) do I want to make a comedic moment? And because this was back when I still identified as a man, I was like, do I want to tell his son that his dad's going to be calling me daddy later tonight? Or, (laughs) oh my God. The night ended with, like, me tying him to his bed, um, (laughs) and I think that we fucked for maybe, like, two and a half hours. Wow. 
That's yeah. great. Um, both just completely covered in sweat by the end of it. Oh, uh, once we once we finished, we were just like laying together, and I was just like on top of him, and I was just like laughing because I was just like, it was oh, I was drained, exhausted. He was fulfilled, if you get my draft. <laughs> fulfilled. That's right. That's hot. Held. That's honey. how you leave. Held, honey. Period. Okay, oh. so that was a, that was a good one. So let's. I, we need to hear a bad yes. one. So the bad one. So I, uh, this was actually probably about a year before the good one. Uh, I am going out on a date with this gentleman. Um, gentleman's a strong term here. Uh, he's very oh. loosely. He showed up to the date and he was just high off his tits. He is higher than a draft's nuts. I <laughs> just red glossy eyes. And we show up at this restaurant, and he's like, the vibe's here kind of dead. Let's go to Wingstop. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> I went to culinary school, and now you're dragging me to Wingstop. We go to Wingstop. He left his card in the car, so I bought him wings. And the night wasn't going anywhere, and he's like, you want some free weed since... I wasn't able to pay for dinner, and I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Um, he had Bud with him. He did not have any sort of rolling papers or like a bowl or anything. So this is where it gets kind of raggedy. Just slacking and being raggedy. He takes an empty can out of his backseat, pokes a hole in it, and makes a bowl out of like a Mountain Dew can in his backseat. I'm oh, like, wow. this seems very heterosexual. Are you sure that you're in the right? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, now, this weed was actually about $30. I'm like, what are you about to ask me for, sir? What are you about to ask me for? You, since the weed was apparently more than the wing stop, you think that this is a business transaction now? Oh, oh. wow. Then he unzips his pants. Oh no, honey. Mm-mm. Three inches hard. <laughs> oh oh no! At least you at least you inspected the merchandise. I mean yeah, before right? you yeah. I'm a team player and I can fake a gag reflex when Oh no! <laughs> Oh, he left all that. satisfied. I left thinking, this seems about right. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't... Uh, that, that's... Yeah. Yep. And thus oh, concludes gosh. Coco's um, Tale of Woe. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> it's okay, we've grown from there. Absolutely. I was gonna say, we, 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 we have standards now. We've matured. We've got standards. Absolutely. I've got titties. I'm literally a whole new person. <laughs> That's awesome. So how? Oh, it's fabulous. How, how how are you getting emotionally through your transition process? I know it's it's. Uh, do you have support? Do you have a good uh, network of friends? Are your providers being good to you? Oh, I've got great providers. I've got a fantastic therapist, a fantastic line of healthcare workers who are helping me with the transition. My family is super supportive. 
they're still struggling to get the pronouns right, but right. Uh, they started calling me Coco, and that's it's a good start. We're leaning into it. We're getting there. Um, fantastic yeah. support group with my friends and everything. It's terrific. That's great. I, you know, even here in California, I, I saw a trans patient who was about to have her bottom surgery. Mm. And so the reason oh, I saw so her, exciting. Wow. The reason, I, the reason I saw her was because I had to do, uh, I needed to do a colonoscopy because they were going to use part of her colon as a new vagina because apparently okay. if you use a little section of colon, you can create a deeper vagina than if you just invert oh, uh, um, that's interesting. Uh, the, the other genitalia. So I, I went in the room and the first thing I did when I saw her was said, I think what you're doing is so fucking cool. I'm so proud of you. And she like burst into tears. She said, you're the first person who's in the medical profession who's ever told me that. Oh, and, wow. and, and I'm like, here I am in California thinking that everybody's going to treat her so well. And I look back through her file and her medical providers had, had used a lot of terminology that was outdated and, mm. and antiquated. And it just made me feel really bad for, I mean, if this is happening in California, I can't imagine other places. Yeah, where it's happening everywhere else. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So I'm, un- I'm, like, glad I'm under the Bible belt right now. and I'm, I know. And you're having a good experience. That makes me terrific. very happy. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's really great. And yeah. I, I want to kind of encourage people to not sell for anything less than the absolute best care that they can receive. And that's amazing. I love that. So, uh, and then, and I tell you, people need to hear your story. So when you get out there, there's so many trans kids who are struggling emotionally and they need good role models like you who are having a good experience to say, Hey, listen, this is, this is what I can be. This is what I can do. And this is, this is how well it can go. So I'm really happy for you. And I just really encourage you to get out there and share, uh, your life with other people because right now especially with trans rights being attacked by so many different places mm-hmm. and people mm-hmm. and being used Period. as pawns basically mm-hmm. in politics um, people need to know the human side of being trans so I think that I think that you're amazing and I think you're brave especially there in, in North Carolina um, it's uh, it takes a strong person to do what you're doing and I'm really proud of you thank you so much okay I'm just <laughs> Oh, don't cry. Don't. I would have cried. Shut up. Shut up. Bitch, don't do it. Don't do it. Okay, I'm breathing. It's okay. I'm not going to Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, and if there are, if it, there are other people It who really are does mean so much to hear that. No, it, so yeah, much that made me emotional too. Well, and honestly, if, if there are other trans folks listening to this uh, podcast, there are, there are a lot of support networks out there for the trans community. Trans Lifeline is amazing if you have if you're ever feeling down or feeling low or feeling depressed or suicidal. Trans Life Trans Lifeline is is designed specifically to address your needs so that you are picked back up off the floor, that you get your emotional support, and uh, know that you're loved. So uh, there's a, there's a number of other organizations as well, and I'm I'm sure that you can can supply those to your followers as well. But definitely, um, this is a time where we need to not only um, support, e- support each other, 
but support trans rights because once trans you know they start with one they start with what I mean and trans trans folks are the people who started it all for us right correct right. Yeah. the first brick thrown was by a trans a, a trans woman of color mm-hmm. so so we need we need to stand all together That's in our community to fight for uh, for for trans rights right now because they start stripping away trans rights guess who's next the, you the, rest t- of the community, yep. Yeah, you take one of yep. us down, you take all of us down. I take so, all of us down, yep. So yeah, so uh, you know, I encourage everyone to be very strong in their convictions for trans rights, um, to fight for trans rights, and to um, uplift our trans community. Precisely. If you have the opportunity to volunteer, absolutely volunteer. Uh, organizations Do like it. Human Rights Campaign are doing absolutely incredible work for our community and are helping to fight to uh, protect our rights and man- uh, maintain our rights uh, with the Supreme Court trying to overturn uh, gay marriage and we're not going to stand for that shit, period. Nope, nope. absolutely. Well, um, so what's, what's next for Coco? Next for Coco, right now, I am just trying to flourish. I am currently contemplating uh, future physical changes for my body. I'm con- I'm contemplating bottom surgery. It's okay, okay. It's a big decision. It's not something that that's, I necessarily. Yeah, yeah. that's something not to take lightly to for sure. Yeah. Yeah, right. absolutely. That's a that's that's something you want to be sure about. And I'm glad that you're really taking your time to really explore that. That's great. Yeah, and there's. A couple great organizations that are available locally for me that uh, can kind of help with the monetary aspect of it. Oh, yeah, that's a big part of it too. Yeah, yeah, because all transition costs come right out of pocket. That's, exactly. Yeah, uh, I'm. I know it's not cheap. I know, especially and, like getting like your medicine and stuff. That's not cheap either. Right. Uh, tea blockers, estrogen, on top of wanting to pursue laser hair removal or electrolysis, and then yeah, anything cosmetic is right out of pocket. Yeah, yeah, it's annoying as fuck. <laughs> right. Yeah. And with the industry that I fell in love with, I don't necessarily make enough money to cover every single surgery right off that. Like, I can't do right. it all at once, so... Yeah, it takes some time. It's all baby steps. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's great. That's great. One step one, one step at a time, for sure. I'm going to make it happen. Absolutely. Oh, I know yeah. you will. Period. Well, Period. Well, for me right now... For me right now, my next big uh, event is uh, the Claw LA leather uh, event, uh, leather getaway over... Uh, Thanksgiving weekend in Los Angeles. Uh, there oh, will okay. be four days of education, parties, uh, leather events, uh, leather gear that you can buy. Um, it's it's presented by Claw, um, and you can you can get tickets at clawinfo.org. Um, I will be teaching butt stuff, and I will be teaching queer health. So come learn Love from that. the experts and um, meet me if you're in the LA area. Uh, I also have Austin Kink Weekend in uh, April of 2023. Ooh, I should go to that. And that's that's a lot of fun. Get your tickets, uh, boo-boo. 
It'll be bigger Bitch, than ever. Bitch, I had so much fun last weekend, honey. Last so. year was... Austin is a fun place now. It's I, a fun place. Like, I yeah. actually... So, to get a little glimpse of it, my friends that I stayed with, I actually met them on my birthday trip two months ago in Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. And we just, like, hit it off. So, it's a nice, like, older couple. He, the older guy is 52, and his partner is uh, 39. Um, mm-hmm. And they're just the sweetest people ever. And they're, like, into, like, different things. And one of them mentions, like, a leather store. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, you know, I kind of talk to them. Like, I'm interested in leather, but haven't, like, really, mm-hmm. you know, toured around there yet. So when I flew down to Texas, we, my second day there, we went to this place. It's called Sir Rat. That's they actually such... The- that's yeah. the first company that ever that ever flew me out for an event with Sir Rat. Okay, yeah, they they yeah. are really good friends with the owners, so yeah. I got to meet them and do a little shopping, and I got my first like leather pieces, and it was a cool experience. Yeah, it's and the the community there, we you know like for leather uh, Austin Kink Weekend this past year, uh, oh boy, I'm telling you, uh, we had yeah. five, we had uh, we had a back room situation going on at the sure, at sure. the main party there yeah. were 500 there were 500 guys back there i was like holy damn mother. holy shit yeah. shit yeah. Like, all right I, I, I didn't all right texas, then girl i know texas played this way right girl girl i was out there in those streets i got home at 2 a.m one night and this one, oh girl <laughs> But it was great too because there was a there was a you know for Austin Cake there was there was trans folks there was leather folks yeah. there was straight folks, so it, you know all kinds of great uh, people to meet and no attitude and uh, just a lot of fun. So I'm looking really really looking forward to this year because I think it's really going to explode uh, with uh, with popularity because last year was such a hit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's something so I definitely fun. have to look out for for sure. Absolutely. And then you can follow me on Dr. Carlton at uh, Instagram and on TikTok. I'm, my Instagram is where you're going to find all my upcoming appearances and shows and podcasts and stuff like that. Um, I'm going to be uh, working a little with Rocco Steel in the fall. And I'm looking oh, forward shit. to that. I can't talk about oh. exactly what that's going to be. Oh, yeah. the details. We're, yeah, we're talking. Yeah, we're talking a lot now, and then um, it, ever since I've done the Dan Savage podcast, we've been become really good friends, and we like text each other all the time. So nice. it's yeah, so things are things are happening for me, and um, who knows what's next? Uh, the biggest thing for me right now, though, is to keep fighting for the community and to keep everybody informed and uh, get everybody vaccinated. And this too shall pass. Yes, this too shall pass. I agree this with that. Too shall pass. Period. Well, it's great to talk to a few uh, a few Southerners, and um, I'm uh, absolutely available if you ever need me again. Uh, you guys have a great, great day, and have me back sometime. Yeah, thank you so much, Dr. You Carlson, for joining us this evening. Thank it you. has been an absolute delight and it's been a pleasure. an absolute dream, truly. Thank you so much for just coming out here and talking with us. It's delightful. You truly bet. delightful. <laughs> okay, Blanche. All right. <laughs> oh, you know she a Southern Belle at heart, honey. She might be oh, from yes, Kokomo, sorry. Indiana, but she a Southern Belle at heart. <laughs> oh, I love that. Is that where you got your name from? Um, I actually got it because my nephew couldn't say my full dead name. Uh-huh. Um, so he just started calling me Coco, and I was like, 
you know, this real that, fitting. That's yeah, right. That, that, that really is, is good. Yeah, I like so, that. Yeah. We just pivoted to Auntie Coco real quick. It worked. I know that's right. That's Loved cool. It. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much, uh, everyone. Again, Dr. Carlton. All right. Follow him on Instagram and TikTok. And feel free to follow us on uh, Instagram at petty underscore podcast. Follow me on my platforms as well at please call me Coco on Instagram and Twitter. Jules, if you're nasty, follow him on Twitter at <laughs> Uncle Name Jay. On Instagram at Uncle Name Jay for the more tame material. We're not even gonna, we're not even gonna talk about that. Wait, wait, okay. what's, it's what's too the, late. What's the Twitter? <laughs> not you fumbling for your phone. I, I need I need the Twitter. Where's the Twitter? At come at come dump Atlanta. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Twenty seven. Ten percent off his OnlyFans. Thank you. <laughs> Take care. Right, we'll talk to you soon. Evening. All right, yes. you too. Have a great rest of your evening. Bye bye. Bye. Right, bye bye. Oh, bitch. Bitch, bitch. we did it. Bitch. We did it, bitch. We did it. <laughs> Oh my god, that was everything I dreamed it would be. We did it! Oh my god. Uh. Oh my god, I'm shaking. <laughs> I'm so, I am too, I'm like, is this real? Like, did this really just happen? Like, oh I'm literally oh shaking. That was absolutely stunning. <laughs> stunning, honey. Oh my god, I can't believe it. Oh yeah, he's definitely coming back. He's definitely coming back. Thank you. Oh, my God. Jules, you were absolutely incredible. Oh, <laughs> thank you, love. I try. Uh, I try. Thank you for shooting your shot and getting this for us, because that was... Oh, you are so welcome. Unprecedented. <laughs> Honey, I'm learning to shoot my shot from now on. Huh? D- fucking Cause- do it. Dear Beyonce. Because Dear Beyonce. Because <laughs> what's the worst they can say? No? Okay, move on. The worst they can do is ignore us. That Actually, too. No. There's probably something worse they can say. However, I doubt it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, that was incredible. That was just fabulous. Fabulous, honey. I'm gonna go take a cold shower and a shot. <laughs> Oh, I'm about to go I don't have, have a little wine. I'm going to have a whole bottle of wine tonight. Actually, what do I want? Oh, no, wine sounds good. Yeah, I'll have some wine and jelly beans. Mm-hmm. Wine and jelly beans. Yes. Punk ass. <laughs> don't come for me. I'm literally, like, still processing. Like, like I did this really just happen? Oh, I can't like, like, somebody who has, and I'll let you know, who has over 54,000 followers took the time out of their day to have a an hour-long conversation with us and over 250,000 on tiktok honey yeah 
Did you forget that part? <laughs> well, I, don't have, I don't have TikTok, so I don't know. But <laughs> well, well, now. Hey, it's like it's like it's like my it's like my shirt says from Dr. Carlton. The more you know. The more you know. The more you know, and I'm wearing it right now. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Again, thank you. I gotta. Ooh. Ooh. I gotta air my pussy out after. I that. know, <laughs> girl. Me too. I gotta air mine out. Mm-hmm.